0: Welcome to the Connected Counseling Podcast, a place to talk about mental and emotional health issues and how to engage our lives with curiosity and compassion. Thanks for joining. I'm your host, Jesse Masson. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is part two of the original episode um, on what is the Connected Counseling Podcast. In that episode, I started going through a whole bunch of things uh, to describe to you who I am, my philosophy in the counseling practice, um, how I navigate that, how how I even not just present, but how I also pursue in the different modalities of therapy as a practitioner, but also just with my clients and a little bit more about me on a personal level. So this is not going to be a really smooth transition, but I'm just going to step out of the way and we're going to jump right back in to part two. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, go back and listen. But here in today's episode, uh, we're just going to pick up where we left off and talking about um, things of uh, like practice of insurance versus private pay and even how I view myself as a broken healer. And that's right. So a little vulnerability there. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to sharing the next episode with you. I also get the question about connected counseling of, Jesse, do you take insurance? And the short answer here is no, I don't do insurance. And that sounds really harsh, and I have had people be like, why not? Very easy, um, because it allows me to serve my clients in a greater capacity. That's right. For me being in the private practice, I get to serve my clients to a greater degree without accepting insurance. And it sounds really maybe asinine, but uh here's why. Um, if I'm doing insurance, the quick and skinny of it is I am the one or if I have someone helping me, I or working for me, uh connected counseling is now having to inevitably take time and energy to follow up with insurance in order to get paid in order to keep functioning as a counseling practice and service and that takes away time and energy from serving the clients existing clients uh, ongoing clients um, or attending to new inquiries of client people who are seeking to be clients so that really eats away at time and energy. So I don't deal with insurance and everyone I've talked to who does do insurance says, uh, it's exhausting how to track down insurance payments that inevitably don't get followed up with. Um, another thing is insurance can actually mandate diagnoses on clients. I, I don't like diagnoses being, um, having to be be dictated or, or put onto clients. And furthermore, some diagnoses that get put on records by the insurance can stay permanent on one's health record. And I don't really find that to be necessary. Um, so if someone's suffering with manic depression, um, First and foremost, notice how I said that. Not, I didn't say when I'm helping a manic depressive. Uh, I said person who struggles with manic depression. I think it's always important to label the person and who they are and what they struggle with, not defined by their struggle. Um, but if I'm dealing with a manic depressive issue or symptoms, that's what I want to deal with are the symptoms or the issues. I don't want an insurance or later on down the road medical records to see that person as manic depressive. I want them to understand what's going on first before they just take that label that is supposed to be helpful in, in a description and categorizing and instead of just taking that and running with it and saying this is all the person is. They're just a manic depressive person that fits, that ticks these boxes, A, B, C and D. That's not what I'm after. I'm after the individual getting to know the individual and understand how they interact with this specified topic subset of um, manic depressive symptoms. So, um, yeah, there's a lot more to serving my clients than just labeling them with a diagnosis. There's a lot more to setting that up and just filing it on insurance. There's more to it that goes on down the road and best their best interest as the clients I don't really want to deal with insurance dictating how I diagnose a client and also furthermore is how a client can be served a lot of insurance companies will actually not pay or reimburse the therapeutic practice if they do not see the therapeutic approach as being relevant um or in their predetermined list of acceptable therapeutic approaches and guess what being an integrationist and seeing the value in in family and in god and in the way that i want to value the person above prescription, a lot of times those do not make the short list of what's deemed by insurance companies as quote unquote reimbursable. So it would, it would really not satisfy the client in that way either. Um, my, some, my therapeutic approaches are disaligned with insurance companies and thus disalign those are disaligned with my ethics so i really want to uh, treat the client whomever it may be with the utmost dignity and respect and value um and finally like with insurance like it is it limits a lot of times insurance will limit the care or number of sessions for the client so i talked about the care but also the number of sessions for that client a lot of times insurance companies although they are getting better at it there I've run to a lot of times where insurance companies will limit to maybe six or eight um, maybe even 12 sessions of seeing a counselor um, get reimbursed and then that's it or they have to their reimbursement won't kick in until their deductibles are met which means you know it's it's not really going to be uh, advantageous for the client. So I don't do insurance, but here's the good news: is I don't charge for my my fees with clients are not near as high as the average set fees. Uh, For a lot of people who do accept insurance and a lot of private practices that do not uh, accept insurance, my fees are a lot lower because I understand that my clients are paying out of pocket. Because we're not doing insurance, I know that they're paying out of pocket, and I really want this to be something that is accessible and affordable for them. And it does cost, but I see it as that investment Um, as we walk a journey together in one's mental and emotional health. Um, So that's my goal. That's the way I approach it. And finally, the way I view myself is simply this. Um, And I heard this from uh, a former colleague of mine. um, And I really, really um, appreciate his humility and the way he viewed himself, and I've heard it from him, um, and I think he told me he got it from somewhere else, but um, like it was simply this. I view myself as a broken healer. Look, I'm not a guy who has all the answers, and I'm not going to pretend that I have all the answers. But I am certainly going to come alongside of you with empathy, with a Desire to know and to care. I'm someone who has been broken and by God's grace has been put back together. I am still in my journey and I still have to check in daily and know myself well for the sake of my own health and for the sake of how healthily I can relate to my wife, my kids, my family externally, and my friends, I want to be healthy, but I know I'm a broken healer at best. And that's where my faith is in Jesus to do the work more and to just use me as someone who desires to be a good steward and medium for healthy guidance. So that's me. And that is connected counseling. And what this connected counseling understanding is, is going to take us into furthermore of what the connected counseling podcast is. We're going to be looking at more, more, uh, um, what do I want to say? I want more topics of interest, more issues that come up. I'd love to hear more. I'd love you to send in, uh, Questions. Um, you can hit me up through email, uh, through Instagram. Um, but I, I've got several things. I just want to walk through on uh, a, a frequent and regular basis on this podcast of talking at a deeper level, a uh, not of jargon, but a deeper level. As I said before, is if we were to just sit down. And talk in an uninhibited way. Um, so I appreciate you listening. It's been a lot of fun and it's also been long. So let me get out of here. It takes great courage to be curious and make healthier connections in your mental and emotional life. If that's you, then I have great respect for where you are at in life's journey. I welcome comments or questions to today's episode for further interaction. If you like today's episode, please rate it. And of course, subscribe to the Connected Counseling Podcast. Thanks for joining today. Get connected. Stay healthy.